Welcome to Inspirations, a podcast where we discuss everything relevant to the Christian life. Now, here is your host, Jay Spurlock. Hello, and welcome to the Inspirations Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Spurlock. Today, I'm joined by a special guest, Miss Maggie Pugh. She is a Christian blogger. And I asked her to come on here and share a little bit about her um, blog and her ministry because I've been inspired by her as well. She is 16 years old. And um, so being young and being as inspired and as um, on fire for the Lord as she is uh, not only inspires me but others around her and her peers. And I just wanted to give her an opportunity to to share a little bit about herself and to also share about her blog. So, hello, Maggie. Hi, thank you for having me. You're welcome. So, uh, do you want to tell me a little bit about, you've been, in, I know you've been in faith for a while. Do you want to give me a little bit of your testimony about um, what God has been doing in your life? Yeah, for sure. So, when I talk about my testimony, I talk about it in three ways before I became a Christian, when I became a Christian, and after. So, I became a Christian when I was seven, and I don't remember much before that, but it's kind of funny, I became a Christian by playing a video game. It was about Jesus and Nicodemus, and so that was really the story that like opened my eyes, and um, he was talking about being born again. Um, so that just really resonated with me, and that's how I became a Christian. God just opened my eyes up, and I trusted Jesus. Um, after that, I got baptized, and since then, that's the biggest part of my testimony. Um, about two years ago, I started having panic attacks and social anxiety. And that was a really hard thing for me to work through. Um, it was really difficult for me to surrender all of that to the Lord and give him control over that part of my life. Um, and that's one of the biggest reasons I started my blog is just giving him full control and taking one step of obedience. It's pretty amazing. Uh, I know for me as well, it is a form of my ministry is a form of therapy in a way of it, it began of I think my videos and my podcasts were all an outlet for me um, and I know I've talked with so many other people that have struggled with um, stuff like anxiety and depression and whatever and it just brings a calm it allows God to come in and you're able to share that and it's amazing how so many other people share those same struggles mm -hmm. so so that led you to creating a blog of, of late. Did you did you want to share anything else? No. Okay, let's talk about your blog because that's I'm excited about that. So it is giving him my all is the title of it. Mm -hmm. I will put a link in the show notes to both her blog and also her Instagram. She does a lot of videos on there and posts and also reading plans, which is. Mm -hmm awesome i mean i'm just sitting there i'm like she created her own reading plan bible plan I'm over acts right mm -hmm. okay so we'll put all that in the show notes so tell me a little bit behind your blog and then um, maybe the name why you chose the name you did so about i don't even know how many months ago but almost a year ago i was thinking about starting a blog um i was like it's summertime i can do this i have time um, and I just kept putting it off and putting it off. And then school started back, and I just was like, well, I can't do this now. I'm too overwhelmed with things. So in November, I um, started my Instagram account. 
and I started doing stuff on there, and it was like two posts in where I was like, you know what, this is ridiculous, I'm not making this about me, this is going to be just completely devoted to God. So I started doing all kinds of posts on there, and I started my video series, and so I've done stuff like that on Mm -hmm. my Instagram for a while. Mm -hmm. And then during quarantine, I wasn't able to film any videos for my video series, so I decided to start a blog, and I was like, you know what, I got time, now we're going to do it. (laughs) So I stopped ignoring that calling, and I just started writing things, and I created my website and all of that stuff, so that's kind of how it started. Um, And I named it Giving Him My All because of what I was talking about, my testimony. Surrendering my whole life to Christ is the biggest thing for me. And it's so easy to just surrender, you know, my Sunday to Him and surrendering church to Him. But surrendering my family and my friends and how I treat everything in my life, that's been a struggle for me for so long. But that's really what inspired the blog. I wanted to just surrender every single part of my life to Him. That's amazing. Uh, surrender is a hard word mm-hmm. a lot of people because when you surrender something, that means you give a, up control, essentially. And in our society, control is uh, everybody's usually go-to. Mm-hmm. And what I've discovered about control is I have it always requires more. Yeah. Um, so uh, I love how you said I wanted to devote my entire life, not just a few things. Because, uh, you know, to have a pure heart, the pure heart will see, see God. And that is to mean to have one that's not divided. And uh, so it's so hard these days because uh, what are some of the distractions maybe that come in and try to distract you away from giving him your all to say? Well, I think as a teenager, there are just a lot of things. Um, college is coming up, getting good grades. I just took the ACT. Um also friends there's just drama all the time and I always am at the center of it like just people drag me into it all the time so um, that's definitely a big distraction it's just making people happy and I'm a big people pleaser so I always try to do what they need for what they want Um, but I think especially over this corona time like Mm. we haven't been seeing each other as much Mm -hmm. and so I've just kind of stopped caring what other people think big time and so it's kind of funny now and just like I'll just be super blunt with somebody and I'll just be like hey this is how it is because I just realized there's no time to waste like right. I can I just got to say what I got to say and I mean I'm going to be gracious about it but right. I'm just going to tell the truth no matter what um so now I forgot the actual question <laughs> oh just some of the distractions I yeah. think you talked about that and that's uh I teach as well I'm in the hallways um I see what kids are faced with every day it, uh, and myself I mean I'm older, I guess, to say, but I still, you know, have uh, multiple platforms of social media, keeping all those up, and also remembering the main reason. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I do it for ministry, but sometimes I'm like, it's easy to get caught up in all the different stuff, mm-hmm. and you have to make sure that it's a lot of things are good in this world, but they're not God, right? And discerning that, um, so. To see someone at your age doing that, uh, I'm all about it. Because um, I'll be honest, I it is special and unique what you're doing. Um, because at, how do let's see, you came to I went to your church to speak at New Vision mm-hmm. Buchanan, right? And you heard me share my testimony, 
you also knew my neighbor Martha, I believe, through mm-hmm. fall, spring, trying to trying to talk about how we connected, and uh, so then we became connected, and I started following your blog and your work, and I I want to promote and help you in any way I can. Um, so one thing that uh, you did recently uh, on your birthday, uh, only someone that has given their heart to Jesus completely. She gives away stuff, and uh, I'm just like, how cool is that? Because that's, that's me to a lot of my ministry. I give away things because uh, it's just, I don't know, I'm led to, I feel like. So um, what ha- what is kind of like your vision for your ministry? Well, I think when going back to the distractions uh-huh. thing, this kind of goes together. Um, one of the biggest distractions for this is looking at your following count. Mm-hmm. And so that's something I just learned to ignore. I mean, I'll look at it every now and then, but mm-hmm. I don't really care that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was definitely something I struggled with at the beginning, yeah. was wanting it to explode and just be really big. And I would see all these other bloggers and even people my age who had this huge following. And I was like, why can I do that? And then I realized, I was just so convicted about it. And I realized that I was doing this for God. I was mm-hmm. doing it for an audience of one. And if mm-hmm. I just took one step at a time in obedience to him, he was going to use it. I couldn't make it any bigger than he wanted it to be. So, yeah, that's definitely what I see in the future for this is just reaching even just the one person mm-hmm. and just allowing God to work through it and to do what he wants to yeah. do with it. Yeah, amen to that. Yeah, to to go off that of um, the number game, mm-hmm. so easy. And I, when I first started mine, I was like that too. And I would get so discouraged uh, because I wasn't gaining followers or I wouldn't didn't have these numbers, and I'm putting a lot of my time. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's not your time. Number one, it's God's time. Right. Number two, if He wants it to be done, it will be done. And I think so many times, one of the things that can happen is we we are looking for other people to lead, and we're forgetting the ones right in front of us. Mm-hmm. And I felt convicted as well a couple weeks ago about quit looking out. Look at the ones that God has brought in your path and, and, and lead them. And if more come, they come. If not, love on them, lead them the best you can. And uh, so I think that's inspiring to hear you say that because uh, it you do put a lot of your heart into it, mm-hmm. your life into it. And so it's hard to see sometimes when um, – maybe compared to other people it's easy to do mm-hmm. in our society so and also talking about looking into the future that is the thing that I think about all the time because mm-hmm. I'm a dreamer and I have all these <laughs> dreams and there's things I want to do places I want to live and um, I really feel called to ministry I'm not entirely sure what that looks like mm-hmm. yet it might be women's ministry it might yeah, I don't know what it is but um, even with all of that stuff in mind you know you aren't going to get paid a ton for that. Right. And that has just never bothered me. I mean, I could live in a trailer park or under a bridge, <laughs> and I would be completely fine with Amen. that. I just I don't care. I mean, as long as I'm at peace with doing what God wants me to do, I do whatever he wants me to do. And I love reading the old stories about the missionaries, um, just what they went through and mm-hmm. what they did and where they lived and all the crazy things that they went through. It's just really encouraging me to know that they were completely content even if the world said they shouldn't be they were content because they were doing what god wanted them to do amen to that 
I, I feel com- I think that is a heart of ministry. You have to have a sense of so many of us. The world tells us that the answers are out there, outside mm-hmm. of us, and so many of us don't realize the answers are here in our heart and spirit. And you don't have to protect those things, but if the more you acquire, the more you have to protect. I feel like so. Hearing you say that, it's like, wow, that, uh, I'm 32, so it took me a while to get that. Uh, so you're ahead of the game to say. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about one of your posts I wanted to go into. Go check out her blog. There uh, are six or seven. She's going to be updating more, but they're, I mean, they're so cool. They got little pictures with them, and, <laughs> I mean, it's good. But one that caught my eye was hidden idols and how to identify them. Um do you want to talk a little bit? I can read from your blog a little bit, or you can go into that. It's whatever. Yeah, I can tell you a little okay. bit, and then you can okay. read if yeah. you want. Um, what I describe a hidden idol as is um, things that are controlling your life when you don't realize it. Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of times there'll be like obvious idols. For example, like a statue. That's obviously an idol. Um, but there's other things in our lives that are hidden um, and they can just they can be anything mm-hmm. anything that you're prioritizing over God is an idol and Exodus 23 says that um, we should have no other gods before God um, so I think hidden idols are just that's a really really big thing and everybody has one that they don't see um, and some people do see it and they know what it is it's just fighting it that's the hardest part right yeah I mean the way I would see it too is an idol is anything you put above God, mm-hmm. your relationship above God. And I love how you wrote this. says sometimes idols can be so hidden that we don't re- realize what they are until they've completely taken over our lives. Some examples of hidden idols, current jobs, future dreams, ego, fitting in. Ego, by the way, I like to say is easing God out anytime I'm easing God out. Yeah. Um, uh, money. Money. <laughs> is mm-hmm. a huge one lust mm-hmm. is a, a a big one you know so many of us confuse lust and love mm-hmm. um, they're not the same um, and feeling or needing a boyfriend or girlfriend um, I hear that all the time um, yeah that's definitely one I've struggled with <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so you know how how if you are someone kind of your age to say that speaking to that age where do you get your peace from knowing that God is ultimately over your life and has a plan and will bring things to to you when they are needed? Well, I mean, I am one of those people that really wants to get married someday. Uh-huh. Um, but I've also just come to terms with the fact that I might not. I uh-huh. don't know. Um, and I know that God has much more control over that than I ever will. And uh-huh. if he has someone out there for me, then I'm just going to wait for him because I can't pick a better guy than God could. (laughs) So um, there's things like that. And then also, like, my future jobs and having kids or even pets. I love dogs. (laughs) So I always say I want five dogs. But wherever God leads me, it's just whatever he has planned for me is going to be the best plan. I can't ever come up with anything better. I wish I was saying that at 16. (laughs) So... Uh, you know, idols tend to take over your thoughts. They shape everything. This is from your blog. I, mm-hmm. I love it. Shape everything you do and every decision you make. Distract you from spending time with God. Make you think that you are uh, are the only thing that's important or you're selfish. 
uh, destroy your passion for the truth and the gospel in our worldly. Um, you know, it says in the Bible that we can't serve two masters. Right. And um, being distracted comes from an older term teacher and me, history teacher. That's where they used to take people out. I don't want to get too graphic, but they would tie them to horses and distract them, basically. So when you feel distracted, literally, you're being pulled in many mm -hmm. different places. Yeah. And so one of the things that's helped me, and I'll speak on this, is when I do feel distracted, you know, a lot of times we want to push those away or focus on all the things, but I found that the true peace comes in focusing on one thing, mm -hmm. and that's hopefully God, you know. So that's helped me. Um, you also said uh, when we focus on God, we find true peace, we will be satisfied, and we will find purpose. Mm -hmm. How has that spoke to you? Um, in your life? Do you feel a peace during all this chaos? Oh, I mean, yeah. have you been able to find it? I have. Yeah. It, took a, it took a little bit at first, um, just because I was still doing a little bit of school. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm homeschooled, I go to a tutorial once a week. So we had to do some online classes and we were meeting over um, Zoom. And I hate being on camera where like I can see myself live and people can see me. That just stresses <laughs> me out so much. But um, so it was like going through that and finishing school up, I was still stressed trying to do that all online but then after all of that ended I was able to just like step back and relax and calm down and um just allowing God to talk to me and just spending more time with him and getting more of this stuff and when I started my blog all of that stuff it just it gave me true peace and mm. um I know that nothing else besides God is ever going to fully satisfy me or give me peace or give me a purpose right um, a lot of times I'll think like my future job or future husband, that's going to be what satisfies me or that's what's going to bring me peace will give me a purpose, but it's never going to do that. And if you go into even like a relationship or marriage like that, you're just, it's going to end because if you're searching for something like that to satisfy you, it's going to end. <laughs> wow. I mean, I, when I think about, I ever had kids and daughter like that's what I would want them to say like that's awesome and, and because so many of us this world will tell you otherwise and to hear you mm -hmm. st stand in that truth and, and truly have a heart surrendered to that brings hope for the future um, so you also I want to go over one more part another blog of yours because I think this is important uh, so many of us are scared of the silence, scared of quiet time, to say. And uh, she's looking at me like, oh, I don't know. But <laughs> you, you put five tips for motivated quiet time. Yes. So actually, this was a topic that mm -hmm. was suggested by a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. And so I responded with just some stuff that I do because mm -hmm. I definitely struggle with it. I have a really hard time focusing on things. Mm -hmm. I get distracted super duper easily. And praying for me is just, it's never been my strong suit. So a lot of times I'll write out my prayers. I think it's one of the things I had written down. But I write out my prayers a lot because it helps me focus. Mm -hmm. And I like can see where I'm going with it. And I just like can write and write and write. And I'm just focusing on the paper and the pen and then talking to God rather than like just trying to close my eyes and stuff. So it, that helps me more. That's a tip I would give for that. Mm -hmm. um, the other one I had that's a big one is getting a Bible study buddy. Uh, one of my friends actually, her counselor suggested this. And so... She asked me to be her Bible study buddy. 
So basically what we do every day is we would text each other after we had done our devotion and we would tell the other person what we did and remind them throughout the day um, to do it and then we would just talk about it and it's it's really cool because she's really um, passionate about Christ too. So when we are texting about it, it's just like we're on fire about what we read and mm. it's really cool to do that. So definitely find somebody who is a strong Christian to do that with because it will really encourage you mm-hmm. to get into the word. Um, I also like using devotion books. At the moment, I'm not using one, but um, I have used one that's called Then Sings My Soul, and I think you can find it on Amazon. Okay. Um, but I loved that one because it had a morning and an evening thing, so it was really short. You just did one in the morning. It would have a Bible verse, something to kind of start your day, and then at the end, it would kind of summarize the same thing over. And just It was a good way to like start and end your day with that. Mm-hmm. So I really loved that one. And there's a few more I have listed on my blog. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I want to really emphasize the U version. Uh, yes, you put so, that on yeah, there. that's the next right. one. U version plans are my lifesaver uh-huh. <laughs> because I will either go get a devotion book and finish it and mm-hmm. then either not have money to go get another one because mm-hmm. I don't have a job right. or I'll just, you know, get tired of doing it. But U version plans are great because they're, they've got some that are like 30 days long, they've got some that are five days long. Usually I do the short ones and I just like do a different one every week. And they're really easy to get to, and they have the Bible right there. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so convenient, mm-hmm. and I'm really glad that that's out there. So mm-hmm. I highly suggest that. Yeah. Yeah, I love it, too. You can read with friends. Yeah. Uh, you can add them in your group. It sends you reminders at certain times of the day. Hey, here you go. It also has streaks. I'm all about that. Like, <laughs> I think I'm up to 113 days, and I'm like, you know, that sounds bad, but, I mean, that we're human. You know, and right. some days I might not feel like that, but also I want to keep my streak, so mm-hmm. I'll end up in the Bible app, and I'll read that. And mm-hmm. so I think one thing you talked about is having more, it's like you liked how it had just a little simple thing. You know, so many of us, and myself included, I like to consume a lot, and it gets your mind all everywhere. Mm-hmm. And what I've really helped me is I'll read maybe a chapter or something in the Bible, and then I'll focus on one verse that really spoke out to me. And then from that one verse, I'll stay with one phrase throughout Mm -hmm. the day or one word and really just sit and chew on that throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Um, So I like your concept of that, of focusing as well. I like to keep it simple Mm because if I just, if I do a really long devotion, I get distracted, I get tired of it, I get bored. And it's not that the stuff I'm reading is boring. I just can't stay focused on something for that long. And so for a long time, I thought that was terrible. I was like, oh, I have to spend this amount of time in the Bible every day for it to really be a devotion. But you can just spend five minutes in the morning. I mean, you can listen to a podcast on the way to school or work. You could just listen to, like, the the guy on the Bible app reading it. I love doing that. I'll do that when I go to sleep sometimes. (laughs) But um, just doing something short even in the morning and just spending some time talking to him. Um, the Bible says pray without ceasing, and mm-hmm. that is something else that I didn't even realize I, like, did so much, but I just walk around every day like Jesus is right next to me. So I, like, either talk to myself, but really I'm talking to Jesus, and I'll just, like, have random conversations throughout the day. So, yeah, I think it's just definitely focusing on something that you've learned and taking that for the whole day or just talking to Jesus all day. <laughs> I'm, like, preach because that's the same with me as well. And, and it really is we get caught up into this like having prayer time certain times and that's Mm -hmm. good you have that time you're devoted but i would say i live most days 
majority of that, I'm in constant dialogue with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like he's right here. I know he is. He's in my heart. And so having his spirit there with me and calling on that, like hearing you say that, it's, that's where peace is. Mm-hmm. And that is where you can tap into that peace at all times, mm-hmm. no matter what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. He's at peace. Mm-hmm. And uh, so hearing you say that and then the Bible reading to you, that's another thing. Like, okay, you hadn't read the Bible. You know, maybe that's one of the things that's on your list. It'll read it to you. Yep. It's like, that is awesome. You know, and it says you are to hear the word. So maybe you've read it. Now hear it. You know, allow someone to hear it, to read it to you. And the last thing we'll talk about as far as, because it's one of my favorite, but journaling. um, You know, psychologically, it shows, um, you know, a lot of people go to therapy or counseling to, I've been in it for years now, to sit there and share with somebody that's basically a professional listener, yep. okay? Someone that won't judge them, yep. someone that will listen to them, and then if they ask for help, you know, they'll try to guide them and direct them and what are these thoughts maybe meaning and stuff. So hearing that, it's a lot of us allow it to build up, right? And when if you don't get it out, it will take root in your heart. So you talk about journaling. Is that something like you like to do as well? Yes, definitely. I don't journal as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. I usually, well, first of all, my hand cramps up like crazy. <laughs> so I just type it out, which is why I, a lot of times my journaling sessions will turn into blog posts. So mm-hmm. I have so many drafts saved on my blog, and I'm working on one right now on religions and stuff like that. So like that's my form of journaling, and when I'm like upset about something in the world or some issue that's going on, I'll like start writing it out. And eventually it'll just turn into a form of a blog post. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely encourage journaling. And sometimes I'll do that too. Yeah. I, I used to write my diary all the time. Yeah. So that's just something that I use to get it out. And counseling is something that I want to try for sure. Because I did realize I was building a bunch of stuff up and like holding it inside. Mm-hmm. And you have to get that out mm-hmm. somehow. So sometimes I'll just sit in my room at night and I'll just cry. And I'll just talk to God. And that's mm-hmm. my way of getting it out. But you definitely have to have some way of getting that out. And not to get too technical, a lot of people use that term of redemptive listening. And it really is. Like my sister, she told me the other day, she's like, you're the only person I really talk to because I feel comfortable to talk to you because you're not going to judge me. Now, you will tell me when I need to hear something, and you do it in love, and I know that you mean the best in it. And that truly, we all have ears. We can all listen. It is if we had the fruit of the Spirit to allow us to be patient and do so in a loving manner. And that's a, a really interesting thing. So uh, last thing, I, I know I said last thing, but uh, so I know Ravi Zacharias mm-hmm. has been an influence to you. That's one of the books you gave away, right? Yes. Do you want to talk a little bit about him? I know. Yes, yeah, so he actually passed away recently. Right. And that was, that was very sad, but... Um, my whole life I've just like grown up and my dad is really into watching apologetics and stuff Mm -hmm. and he gets very into like the analytical side of things so um one time I saw him watching a video from Ravi Zacharias and he's like if you ever need to watch anything or listen to anything go go watch this guy so that's what really got me into apologetics Mm -hmm. and um I get very passionate about things so I'm working on it I'm Mm -hmm. working on going into the apologetics side but he's really encouraged that a lot and the way he talks to people he comes across like he is not judging them even though he 
Jimmy doesn't agree with what they're saying. He is just he's just really a, been an influential part mm-hmm. of this and like learning how to rebuke things mm-hmm. in love mm-hmm. and to love the people but hate the sin. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the biggest things that I say all the time because mm-hmm. people be like, well you just if you don't agree with this you hate these people i'm like mm-hmm. i don't hate them i mm-hmm. promise i don't mm-hmm. i just don't agree with what they're right. doing right. and there's a difference between loving them and supporting their right. sin right. right amen to that so yeah i've been re- uh reading some of his stuff of late because i have a friend that's really i have read a lot of his stuff or watched but it's he is powerful in mm-hmm. how he answers questions and does it in a manner that doesn't really offend but right. do, but stands for the truth as well and we need more of that we need to be taught that because um, so many times discussions turn into arguments and nothing is, is yeah. done from it so well thank you so much for joining me we'll have to do this again but uh, I'm, I'm excited to see where your ministry goes and I'm praying for you always and uh, go check out her blog and uh, that you can go find that in the show notes and um so yeah thank you for joining in and um thank you you're <laughs> this welcome was really uh, you're this was really good yeah yeah, yeah. Right. as always thank you for listening to inspirations the podcast for more information be sure to visit www.inspirations.org mm-hmm.